Simplish. My name is N.A. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about two modalities of training. Now, specifically, we're going to be looking at calisthenics, which is just body weight training versus weight training, which involves anything with a barbell, dumbbell or weighted machines. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying that when it comes to training or when it comes to looking at these modalities of training, that there isn't one way of training that's exponentially better than the other. The style that you choose to go with will obviously depend on your goals as well as what you like to do best. And typically, um, as we train or, you know, if you've been training for a long while, you'll find that um, you'll be you'll favor more. Uh, you'll favor certain styles over others just because um, they either gave you better results or you enjoy doing those styles more often, which isn't a bad thing. But taking the time to consider other styles of training as well as implementing different modalities will help make you more well-rounded and make it so that you can lift and move for as long as possible. Because at the end of the day, if we are looking for health, fitness, and longevity, having a little, a little bit of variety or you know, spicing up our workout sessions will yield us you know, better benefits than just sticking to one, uh, to one style um, for the rest of our lives. Now, Aside from that little rant here, we're going to go back to our topic, which is calisthenics and uh, versus weight training. Now, when we look at these two styles of training, um, we, we can see that there, there is a, you know, a fair bit of difference. And if you're a beginner, trying to decide which one to go with can be a little bit daunting. I mean, right now, if you were to do a quick Google search and say and look at you know, calisthenics or bodyweight training, let's say cal calisthenics, for example, is the first one that we'll start with. If you were to look up calisthenics movements, I'm sure you, you come up with videos that show individuals performing crazy amounts of muscle-ups, pull-ups, as well as crazy maneuvers on the bar where they're doing flips and you know all these circus moves. Now, if I was an individual who was new to fitness and I saw this, I'd be like, yeah, well, calisthenics isn't for me. It's time to switch to the other side. But eh, just, just hold on there for a second, right? While these movements you know, are exceptional, they're also very intimidating for a lot of people. And if you just come up on these movements for the first time, you may think that this is all calisthenics has to offer. But in reality, majority of the movements in calisthenics are very beginner friendly. A large majority of the movements are fundamental movement patterns. And if you don't know what those are, we have a quick video that we um, went over how our body moves and you make sure to check that one out where it kind of goes into what the fundamental movement patterns are and just in general how our body moves and some of the ways we can train in order to increase our body's movement. But in short, these fundamental movement patterns are movements and exercises which our body knows how to perform instinctively without really needing any kind of you know, extensive coaching or training. Now, the level and proficiency with which we perform these movements may vary, but for the most part, we can all perform these movements without really having to think about it. So what calisthenics does is that it takes these fundamental movements and makes exercise out of them. And the goal with calisthenics is constant repetition in order to strengthen these movement patterns and make it so that you can perform you know, these variations or more complex variations with greater ease. Now, you'll notice that a lot of the times, calis I mean, you'll notice that throughout, I guess, um, the, as long as fitness has been around, calisthenics has slowly begun to, you know, develop a level of popularity. And one of the major reasons, um, aside from the simplicity of the beginner movements, is that calisthenics is pretty cheap, if not free to get into. For the most part, if you're an individual who doesn't really want to spend the um, large amounts of money getting, you know, lots of gear, let's say weights, dumbbells, barbells, and stuff like that, or even paying for a gym membership, you can easily get started with um, simple bodyweight movements and also get a good workout in. And because of the simplicity of the movements that we said before, it makes it so that you can get a simple workout in when you're strapped for time. With calisthenics, majority of the movements all require multiple muscle groups, right? So you'll find that, I guess, or we've said before that, 
the more muscles that you have involved in an exercise or in a movement, the more energy your body has to use in order to get you to continue that movement, and which in turn means the more calories you burn. So if you're an individual who's you know super busy, right, which will, obviously a lot of us tend to kind of find ourselves in a situation where we're either busy with work, we have groceries or errands to run, and the amount of time we can allocate to training isn't as much as we would like to. So whatever time we can get is better than nothing. So if you're one of those individuals, any any combination of movements in calisthenics, um, which typically are like we said before, squats, lunges, push-ups, pull-ups, um, any of those movements, any kind of combination of those movements, throw them together, you can you know add in a couple reps and sets, and you can get a pretty good workout in without really having to think about it. One of the great things with calisthenics, like we said before, is that majority of the movements are pretty self-explanatory, so you can easily design your own little workout plan without really having to think too much or have too much complexity to it. And But then when, when we do look at calisthenics, one of the major downfalls is that as we, as, as we train those movements in calisthenics, we may come to a point where we find that some of the movements aren't as easy for us to perform as we would like. And there's still ways to make variations within calisthenics, like um, you can change the leverage of a movement. So for example, if you have a push-up, you can switch to a modified version where you're performing the push-up on your knees, or you can move to a wall, or there's multiple variations. But at the end of the day, your weight um, is the determining factor within that movement, right? So if you're a, someone who's a bigger individual and you find that performing a, major, a majority of these movements is um, difficult to almost impossible, then starting off with calisthenics may not be the easiest for certain movements. And that's why you want to move to, um, that's where you would then move to um, weight training. Now with weight training, isolating individual muscles is exponentially easier, right? Because if I am an individual who, said, who let's say I want to work on my, my push-ups, right? And I find that my upper body strength is almost non-existent, right? I have to work on my, my triceps, my biceps, you know, my back muscles. With weight training, I can target each of these individual, I can target each of these sections individually, build them up to the point where they're strong enough to um, manage my weight, and then move towards those calisthenic movements and perform those movements um, once I feel confident enough in my upper body strength to do so. Another big benefit of isolating these individual muscles is that let's say I sustain an injury, for example, right? And during that time um, with that injury, I'm not able to move or work those muscles. When I come back to try and perform some of those uh, movements in calisthenics or even like some of the rudimentary movements, I may find that since I haven't worked or trained um, um, that movement for a while, my movement pattern may not be as fluid and the muscles um, performing that movement may not be as strong. So going into that um, weight training area, and individually strengthening these muscles, whether that be, you know, your quads or hamstrings or your biceps or triceps or even your lats and building up these muscles to the point where they, they have caught up with the rest of my body and then moving towards performing those movement patterns will make it that much easier for me to perform those exercises with more fluidity and ease. This also is, is a great way to, um, where you can combine these two different methods of training in order to kind of benefit one or the other, right? Like we said before, if you find that um, some of the movements in calisthenics are a little bit too difficult, go to weight training, isolate the different movements in, in, in there, and then go back to the calisthenics and perform those movements, and they'll feel much better. And then vice versa, if you find that the movements in calisthenics are a little bit too easy, then strengthen the muscles um, that, that you need um, for, for that next level up, and then once those muscles get stronger, move to that next level of calisthenics, and then that way you can kind of grow a little bit stronger and then perform those movements with ease. Now, one of the added benefits or one of the major benefits that people tend to lean towards strength training, or I guess not strength, but weight training over calisthenics is that when it comes to when it comes to building maximum strength as well as size, strength training or weight training is much easier to do. Now, this isn't to say that 
calisthenics training doesn't help build strength, um, strength or as well size. I mean, if you look at all those individuals who are performing those flips and those, you know, crazy muscle ups, they're uh, fairly large individuals. But, uh, but then when you compare them to bodybuilders who solely or exclusively train um, with, with, um, with weights, the size disparity is, is very evident. Now, the reason for this is, well, let's say, for example, you weigh 100 pounds, right? If you perform, let's say you can only perform 10 push-ups. With calisthenics, the goal is repetition, repetition, repetition. Now, this repetition isn't bad per se, but it focuses on different energy systems within the body. So that repetition helps build your muscular endurance, which means that you're able to perform these movements for an extended amount of time over and over and over again. Whereas if you're looking to build maximum strength, which is solely based on, you know, how, how many, how it was solely based on maximum contraction and, and lifting as much weight as possible, then strength training allows you to lift more load and place more stress on that muscle continuously over and over again. Because like we said with our example, you can only do 10 push-ups. Sure, you can switch to the modified variations and do a couple more, but you're always limited by the weight of your own body. Whereas with uh, strength training, if the weight that I'm lifting um, begins to get heavier or it gets, begins to get too heavy for me to lift, then I can easily just take that weight drop it and then perform more reps at that second weight and then if that weight also gets heavier i can continue to drop until i'm i'm done with with my workload and by, by the time i'm done with my weight training the amount of volume that i will have performed in that weight training session will be more than the amount of volume that i performed with the calisthenics training which will in turn make it so that there's more micro tears within my muscles causing there to be more hypertrophic growth as well as more muscular growth um, in general on that side now, if you're, you know, a beginner and you're someone who's just looking to, to, to train and kind of grow and get strength, either one of these methods will work, obviously, depending on whether you want to spend money or not will be a determining factor. But for the most part, either one of these methods will help get you kind of where you want to get to, you know, in the, uh, as a beginner. Now, when we take a look at these, like these methods, like we said before, they both have their benefits as well as they have their drawbacks, right? So typically strength training will help get, get you stronger faster, whereas calisthenics will help kind of focus on that muscular endurance a little bit more as well as build your overall um, size to, to strength ratio, right? So for if you typically look at individuals who do a lot of calisthenics training, then their relative strength to their size is, is, is much greater than someone who's, let's say, a bodybuilder who weighs, let's say, 300 pounds, but can't really do that many pull-ups. So it's, it's always a trade-off depending on what style or style of training you, you want to um, add to your programming. But like we said before, at the end of the day, calisthenics, simple movements, easy to perform, great if you want to get in a quick workout without really having to think about um, too much programming, whereas strength training is great for maximal uh, strength gains as well as maximal size and just isolating individual muscles, for whether that be for vanity reasons or that be for performance or um, injury management. But hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed that episode and remember, Best way to train is try to incorporate both methods um, into your um, training style as well as you can. But at the end of the day, do what works best for you. Train the way that makes you happy. Don't forget to smile, move, and keep it simplish. Peace.